0: Welcome to the City Confessions. I'm Marianne Yip, a native New Yorker, and I'm here to discuss all the thoughts that go through the minds of people living in New York City. Since I'm a native who was born and raised in the city that never sleeps, I come across people who are constantly in a rush. I would like to take a moment to sit down and talk about what's on their minds and what keeps them up at night. So sit back and let's dive into these confessions of people I know and people I just met. Hi, everybody, welcome back to this week's episode of The City Confessions. I am so excited because we are joined by the one and only Brooke Michio. She's a lifestyle vlogger and YouTuber, and she's also the co-host of the Gals on the Go podcast. I'm so excited to speak with you. So hi, Brooke. How are you? And welcome.
1: Hi. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, I know we connected like a few years ago, so
0: it's so great to stay in touch, and I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for the intro. Of course. I know. We were talking off air just a little bit about, I don't know how we met but it's so crazy because so much has changed both in my life and your life but this podcast is all about you so I would love for you to introduce yourself to my audience tell us who you are what you do and the most important part is what is your relationship with New York City
1: oh I love it okay so (laughs) I I am 24 years old um I am a few years out of college I guess I could start with like how I moved here. I'm originally from Long Island, New York, born and raised. Um, And I, you know, I, I loved like being from New York, whatever would come here growing up and things like that. But I ended up going to college pretty far away, at least for me in Georgia um, and then I actually moved to Boston after college for a year. And then I ended up here last July. So I've been here for a little bit over a year now, full time like living here. I live in the Lower East Side. And- that's where
0: I grew up. Really? <laughs> yeah. I grew up right next to pianos, which is insane.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. I wait, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> that's super cool. I feel like it's like not common that you hear people like from the Lower East Side. So it's super that's cool.
0: yeah, absolutely. So
1: yeah, continue. <laughs> no, you're so good. That that's such a fun fact. Um, I do social media stuff. Yeah, so I, have a, a, I vlog um, on YouTube, like you said, podcast with one of my best friends, Danielle. She does social media too. So we um, kind of started our podcast like three years ago when we were both in college and it's really become such a full-time thing it's been such a whirlwind I love sharing my life online I'm a chronic oversharer, so <laughs> um. but it's super fun and I guess whenever people say like what do you do I'm like
0: uh, literally everything I'm like uh, yeah. <laughs> Like, do you feel the same absolutely it's also I feel like if you're not in the industry people don't see it as a full-time job and they don't see all the work but it's literally a full-time job like I'm always overwhelmed so I can only feel you because you do YouTube and I feel like editing and just like filming it is such it can be taxing on your brain on your body so I would love to dive into that but can you just clarify did you start your YouTube channel when you were in college. No. So I've been doing YouTube the longest.
1: So over 10 years now. So I started when I was in high school. Yeah. Oh
0: my God. You're like an OG.
1: (laughs) Definitely. And I, even before that, I like had a YouTube channel in middle school, like making like funny videos with my friends, like skits and stuff. So I am a real, like, I have
0: been out here on YouTube. Oh my God. That's insane. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but do you think the reason why you have built such a strong community and audience is your relatability? Yeah, I definitely think so.
1: I think that, and like I said, just like willingness to share. I follow so many people that hide so many elements of their life and not to Mm -hmm. say like, there's obviously things, you know, that happen that I'm not like, just like, oh, let me post about this. But I think, yes, the relatability of it all, sharing my struggles, whether it be, I don't even want to say struggles, but, you know, the highs and the lows of my life, whether it be like dating, friendships, work stuff, navigating finances. Like my audience has really seen me through so many life phases. And then like, you know, I had a full time job and then I transitioned to working for myself.
0: They saw me in college. Some saw me in high school. Like, definitely. So have you always been an open book or did you make that decision yourself like you know what I'm going to share like I want to share my story and my life
1: honestly it's so funny my mom like told me once. she's like you've always been an overshare like I feel like (laughs) I've just always been that way like people would be like how's your day I'm like oh don't get me started like you know (laughs) um and not even in like a complaining way but I just I feel like I grew up in, like, a very, I guess, wow, this is deep, but, like, a very, like, trusting home. Like, we just were very open mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Obviously, some things, like, I know what to keep for myself. I'm not, like, out here with my parents, like, talking about my sex life or whatever, you know. Right. Like, <laughs> there's some things that, like, I know how to keep private mm-hmm. or, like, I know the right audience, I guess. Mm-hmm. If I'm making sense, sorry, you could probably hear no. the sirens. NYC. That's fine.
0: It's New York, guys. Um, yeah, but, yeah, we're really out here. Yeah. <laughs> um but yes, I really have That's so things. beautiful, though, honestly, because I I mean, again, for me, it was the opposite. Like, we didn't really talk that much, I guess, also, like, culturally, for me. And I hear a lot of other people as well that, you know, we all hear that the childhood, how, what your childhood was like, definitely bleeds into you know, the way you approach relationships and how you behave as an adult. Um, So kudos to your family for like, I guess, creating such an open and safe space for you to be able to, to share. And, yeah, they, I'm yeah. very grateful, obviously. And as I get older, I realize like, you know,
1: how great my childhood was and everything. So yes, always been that way. But I also feel like it's also just me, like, I've just always been the person <laughs> and Then I'm like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as I've gotten older, obviously, like, new unlocks and like sharing new things and whatever and of course then you get the opposite side of it of like oh my gosh you're sharing too much like it's like mm-hmm. too whatever and I'm like you know the right people in my life will be fine with that and I don't mm-hmm. know I just I, I don't see the point point and like I, like I said obviously some things yes like if it's and especially if it's none of my business to share but if it's mm-hmm. my business I'm cool with it.
0: Yeah, so I, I'm obviously not on YouTube, but I do watch a few YouTubers, I guess you can say. And I think one of the struggles that I have um seen, or I have noticed a certain theme is that when you have an audience, for some reason, they feel like they know you, right, which is a good thing. And yeah. then they also feel like they should be they they have access they should have
1: access yes
0: right to like what you're going through so how do you draw the line of wanting to be open and like having that I don't know if duty is the right word right but like yeah 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 like duty to to showcase your life because technically that's what you've been doing for the last 10 years and then also being like actually no you don't you, you know what I mean like you don't necessarily have the power to know every single detail about my life and then some people get mad about that so tell me about your experience if you if you have have gone through a situation like that
1: definitely definitely yeah there's times where it's like if I don't feel like talking about something and then people will poke and cry and be like well tell us tell us, tell us whatever and it's mm-hmm. never like to a, I, I shouldn't say it's to that point point. and I would say like 99% of people are like super cool and you know they get it and like mm-hmm. obviously some days it's it's just like almost like going to therapy like some days you're willing to share more Mm -hmm. and and other days you're just not you know and sometimes Mm -hmm. it's like people now that I'm known as kind of like this open person I feel like now frequently I'm like oh like I miss when you would like share more I wish when you would like get emotional and it's like sometimes I'm just not emotional you know Like sometimes (laughs) I'm actually some weeks I'm having a good week or some weeks I'm like I'm just processing a lot in my own head and I don't have Mm -hmm. the words to articulate it yet so yeah, yeah I've definitely had to draw the line and like learn because I I also used to like live in my comment section and I've kind of realized that I need to of course it's so important I value everybody's feedback so so much but at the end of the day like I have to value my own feedback too Mm -hmm. so I I think it's like navigating that and establishing like it's not even I'm out here like that's a boundary but I'm just like hey, you know, maybe today I won't live in my comment section. I'm feeling a little emotional, you know? Yeah,
0: absolutely. And I think one thing people forget is that if you have been documenting your life and you have been on it for so long, you are growing as a human being, right? And like all the different phases that you go through, you're not going to have the same mindset that you did when you started. And that's fine. Totally. I know
1: people will try to like, Obviously, and this is the 1% of people. Like, I've gotten right. things of like, you didn't used to say that. Or, like, I yeah. thought that you said you would never buy something like this. Mm. Like, just some things. And I'm like, I literally change my opinion day to day. Like, I honestly, <laughs> I'm like, I'm an Aries. I reinvent myself, like, every day. Like, day. I'm the worst with that. So not, not even that it's something to be ashamed of. Like I'm in my twenties, I'm growing and changing. And yeah. And that's
0: like the best part too, because you can also look back at your past vlogs and say like, Oh my God, that was Brooke. That was like me when I was 18. And now, now I'm like 24 and I'm, you know what I mean? Like it's, I think it's beautiful that you have created this. Um, okay. So I would love to ask you now shifting gears just a little bit and again, whatever you're comfortable sharing. But I always like to sit down with my guests and basically dive in and say like, you know, what keeps you up at night? Because it's a simple question. I know that. But I think ever since like the pandemic and, and everything that's been going on in the world, it's crazy. But it's important to check in right with your Mm -hmm. friends with even people that you don't really know, like you and I don't know each other that well, but I will just love to literally like have this conversation and be like is there anything that's stressing you out in the moment whether it's personal or professional and again whatever wherever you're comfortable sharing yeah that's a really great question and I really like it and totally happy
1: to share I think for me it's a lot of like and it definitely doesn't keep me up at night every night but I think about it sometimes it's kind of like it's two things I would say. Number one is obviously the future. I think everybody's stressed about the future. And, you know, in therapy, they would say like, why you can only focus on like what's happening in this current moment. So I try to like eliminate that. But of course, you know, I think about, I had a friend ask me what we were, we went around my friends and I that I haven't seen in a minute. And we like caught each other up on our lives. And she's like, well, where do you see yourself, you know, like in 10 years, 15 years or something. And I was like, then that stressed me out. You know, I'm okay with the five-year question. But when we start getting 10 years, 15 years, like, what are you going to do? job wise whatever and i'm like you know you're right social media is ever changing and like i'm trying to save and i'm trying to like be smart and obviously i have skills that i'm gaining from doing all of this and like i went to college and stuff but isn't everybody stressed about the future mm-hmm. and like where things are headed we're losing relevancy or i don't even want to say losing relevancy cuz like i feel like we all have abilities to pivot and to change and like especially with these new platforms it's giving people a kind of like a, a second third wind on social media which is so cool mm-hmm. but i should definitely stress us about that do you, i don't know if you could relate at all
0: absolutely i mean i'm older than you i'm 29 but like trust me when i was 24 25 i definitely had a quarterly life crisis so i'm warning you girl like <laughs> be prepared for that next year um but i think like everybody's always gonna have like a check-in moment with themselves and just to question like am i on the right path am i you know like what is my purpose like what if this happens what if that happens but i think what you said is really important because i also read that so often we either think about the past right whether we're reminiscing or regretting <laughs> mm-hmm. um or we're thinking about the future whether it's planning to the future for the future or again like stressing about the future and i do i'm guilty of this as well and it's really really hard to live in the moment and i think with social media it's even harder because there's so much outlets for either comparison or again, holding yourself to like other people's lifestyles or whatever the case is. So I totally feel you on that. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. And then I would say the other thing is just,
1: which it once again, doesn't keep me up at night. And it's hard Mm -hmm. to say this because I was just talking about how like comfortable I am sharing and everything, but Mm -hmm. kind of like, A part of me still does stress and like I like to say you know I don't care what people think of me but almost like the opinion of others and how easy it is to like see my life in one way and kind of like judge almost like I fear that people as much as I am open and share as much as I can I fear with what I'm giving and the access to my life like kind of like what Everybody from strangers to family members, like I, what just what people say almost. Mm-hmm. And I'm, it doesn't keep me up at night, but I once again, like more of a stress some days than others. And like, I fear that, you know, my friends will watch or and be like talking about me behind my back, which I know that they don't. And I know that, you know, cause I have good friends and whatever, but it's just, I don't know. I'm getting very deep. I no, know
0: I doing. know it, it's, it's common. It's, it's normal. And we're humans. Like I think, as as confident as you may appear and everybody can you know walk around with confidence like there's probably still an ounce of I don't know if the right word is insecurity but this like you said fear of just judgment because you're so open right like there's always going to be that I don't know thought of like okay I'm literally sharing everything I'm putting everything on the table so like how are people going to receive this right and As we all know, not everybody is going to like you and you're not for everybody. And that's okay. Because like the people who will stick around for your journey are like, are you right or die? And like, that's all you really need, right? (laughs)
1: No, you're so right. You're so right. And I do try to like think about it that way and whatever. I think it also stems from if we're getting really deep here. Mm -hmm. So I talked about how I've done YouTube for a really long time. In high school, I was, like, bullied for it because it wasn't cool back then. It wasn't – not only was it not cool, it was weird. And, I mean, to be fair, my videos were probably a little cringy, et cetera, because, you know, I was young and figuring out my way and, like, didn't really have, like, the comfortability that I do now on camera and things like that. But I think, like, I go back to that in my head where I'm, like, almost like, oh, everybody hates me. Everyone's talking about me behind my back,
0: you know? Mm Mm-hmm. No, I, I get it. Trust me. Like, I think a lot of times when we do have these fears or concerns, it 100% can be traced back to a specific incident in our life, whether we consciously or like unconsciously can recognize. Um, so no, I, I'm happy that you mentioned that and sharing that. Um, with that being said, I would love to know, when have you felt the most proud? Like throughout your your journey thus far oh my
1: gosh Uh, you know honestly a lot of the times it's like because so much of what we do I think is virtual and like yeah you Mm -hmm. see like the number of likes and comments and even dms you get but it's so hard sometimes to rationalize that into like wow this is an actual human being that's like sitting there and like you know doing the thing So for me, some of my most like fond moments, I guess, or rewarding moments are getting to meet people who either watch my videos, listen to my podcast, just follow me, whatever it may be, and share such positive things. You know, like you like got me through college when I was feeling low, you helped me out. It doesn't even need to be anything like crazy, crazy dramatic just to hear that, you know, I make someone's day. Or that I could – because I have those people, too, that I watch on YouTube. Like, I'm a huge, like, YouTube watcher, huge, mm-hmm. like, podcast li- listener, honestly. And I have those people, too, that, like, you know, they make my my week every Monday or whatever it is because I listen to their show. So I so just knowing that I can do that to someone else. Um, and I would say, like, on a larger scale, like, Danielle and I, my podcast partner, we love to do meetups. So whenever I get to do a meetup and, like, have it be, like, kind of a day of meeting people in, like, a very safe environment, of course – those are probably my most proud moments mm-hmm. and a lot of those times i get to have friends and family come with me so it's like really everyone i love and just such a positive day like surrounded by so much love and i, I as much as i don't want to admit it like yes it's I'm like it's great to be proud of myself but to have others be proud of me definitely is great too so like oh. parents wise like friends yeah. like, no
0: yeah. i love that so let's actually segue to your podcast. Can you tell me more about Gals on the Go? What is it about? What is the premise? And Yeah, just tell me cuz I'm not I'm not, a, you know. I'll totally.
1: You. Totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um I we we started our podcast over 3 years ago now, um August of 2018. We're, it's still unclear we always like debate like who came up with it whatever because we actually had someone it was Danielle's ex-boyfriend at the time he was on social media too and he came he said I remember he said to us September of 2017 I want to say he was like wow. hey you guys should start a pod like you guys should start a podcast basically and we were like uh what we we've been hearing a lot about these podcasts but we didn't really like mm-hmm. listen to any and then I started listening to some Got into some like random like niche podcast myself. I mean, podcasting at that time, to be fair, was like extremely male dominated field, like very like sports and like news and stuff, which now, of course, it's like so funny. I love news podcasts. But like back then I was like, I'm not going to listen to a news podcast. Like (laughs) I'm fun and girly. So I found some that I liked in like the more lifestyle category. Danielle and I started listening. And just like as time passed, we were like, you know, it really would be cool to do a project together. Maybe this is the outlet for it. And it just seemed perfect. We didn't have to put on makeup. You know, so much of our life was spent on camera. We were like, this is nice because it's literally just audio only. We can record it, you know, once a week, super casual. We honestly, we're, we both, when we commit to something, we commit to it. We're very much so like that type of person. We're like, if we're going to be there, we're going to show up. You know, we're not yes, like, flake. Yes. So we're like, which is the best, right?
0: Absolutely. So I we're like, that. we're going to do
1: it every week and really commit. But we didn't know like longevity wise, you know, we're mm-hmm. like, all right, like, we'll, we'll see how it goes and. Of course, we were, like, you know, you know the podcast at that time, like, could be a business. But we were, like, you know, making money from YouTube and social media and stuff. So, we are like, that would be cool if maybe one day it could be a business. But for now, like, let's just do it just us two and, like, see how it goes. It probably took, like, six months, eight months for it to, like, really start building up. We definitely had, like, a loyal listening right away because people from our other exactly. platforms yeah. came over, which was great. And yeah it just uh, I, I it became kind of we, we also didn't really know what we were gonna talk about we were like gals on the go because we were traveling a lot we were both college students but we would go on weekends like I said to these events or to host certain opportunities basically or li- literally just to like do things for social media so we were like, this is great because we're like literally documenting what we're doing like via audio almost um but then it became a place where we would connect and talk about, you know, adult friendship and college for me, it's dating. She's in a very stable relationship, but really a little bit of everything. And I think that's what makes it so special is that it is like a true lifestyle podcast. We've guests on, we'll have anyone from, you know, people who will speak on finance doctors, but then we'll also have like friends and family. So it really is a special place.
0: Yeah, no, I love that. But also, wow. I feel like you are also ahead of the game for podcasting. Actually, it's like, almost the same time as me, because I think I discovered podcasts uh, in 2017. And then I, you know, when you keep hearing podcasts, I don't know about you, but like for me, sometimes I'm like, oh, it like inspires you to, if if it aligns, right, with who you are. But mm. I was like, oh my God, like I kind of was out a podcast, but I was like honestly debating for like a year because at the time, like you said, it wasn't popular. Also, there were no... Like guide, like I figured everything out by myself, and just like you, I am like a very consistent person. So like, if I set my mind to something, and I'm like, I'm releasing an episode every single day, uh, week, I will do it. Um, that has helped me, but it's just crazy because I feel like we we think similarly, which is like really interesting.
1: (laughs) Totally, and I, of course, there's been things in my life that I haven't been consistent with, but I, I think also having a partner in it, or just like having people to keep you accountable it's kind of like when you start like a fitness challenge but like you do it on your own it's harder than like doing it with a friend like Mm -hmm. it was much easier we're both in it together and we had our audience like keeping us accountable in a way
0: yeah
1: that's amazing so is she
0: based in New York as well
1: she actually just moved here in August she's two years younger than me so she just graduated college literally like in May and I graduated two years ago so yes so she's here now we live so so close it's great um and we're both obviously doing it full-time and this is the first time we're both doing it not just the podcast of course we built have youtube mm-hmm. and you know all the other platforms but this is the first time that we both get really all this time to work on it together because when we were in college it was always like rushed it was like oh like mm-hmm. we're in college you know yeah. and it was always the goal like someday we could do it full-time and like we're here and
0: doing it which is so cool yes I love hearing that Okay, so my podcast is called The City Confessions. (laughs) And the reason why is because I'm a native and I really wanted to invite other New Yorkers living here to share their stories. And again, like I said, to just chit-chat. But then (laughs) as a common, I guess, theme that I like to have throughout all my episodes is to have my guests share a confession. And this can be, again, received any way that you like, It can be something silly, something serious. You're an open book, so I don't think you would have a problem sharing. But Brooke, if you were to share a city confession, what would that be? Oh, my God. I know I sprung it on you. Everybody's always like, I don't know what to think about. If nothing comes to your mind, some questions that I often ask to maybe get, you know, you thinking are like, you know, what are some misconceptions people have of you? what is a fun fact what is something you wish people would would know would ask more about you that they don't already um yeah any of those resonate
1: (laughs) um yeah no they definitely they definitely do See, I know I feel, it's, it's hard no, I feel like it's <laughs> when people say like, it's almost like fun fact, like the
0: fun fact question. People are like, yeah. fun I'm
1: like, I share everything about me. Like I have no fun. Facts I know. That's what I'm saying.
0: Like, like for you, it might be a little like, you're like, uh, people know everything about me.
1: <laughs> well, honestly, for me, I would say like, it's so funny because I have like a bunch of friends or whenever friends are in town, like where should I go to dinner? Like where, whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like my confession is that like, I am aware that I am basic with my recommendations <laughs> with my is this so stupid to say like with my, no I love that I like I am basic with my recommendations with my places I go out with whatever like I scroll on TikTok and I see like these are the worst bars to go to or like like <laughs> and I'm like those are the bars that I go to and I
0: love them like this is so horrible oh my god no I actually love that so much because it's true it's like you think sometimes that people are like oh my god you know tell me like you said the the best restaurant this and that and then you would probably tell them an answer and they're like no i'm not like no something else like something better as if like your answer isn't good enough yeah but listen you like what you like so okay
1: my (laughs) thing is they're basic for a reason because Mm -hmm. they're good like obviously enough people like them it's almost like you know like the style thing like how everyone's wearing air force ones or whatever it's like yeah everyone wears them because they're a good universal shoe like if it wasn't it wouldn't be it, you know, it wouldn't be basic if it wasn't good, basically. That's so, true.
0: That's true. I don't
1: know. And I, I'm trying to like expand from that, but it's just funny.
0: And I'm not saying like, oh my god, I'm going to like sugar factory and stuff like that. Like it's
1: not <laughs> like it's like that Wait, level.
0: So let me so let me hear what are your go-to places in New York.
1: I mean, like, when it comes to food, I like like 12 chairs. Like I feel like everybody likes but 12, 12
0: chairs. chairs is freaking amazing. Okay, That's not right? basic. I think basic is like the Smith. Even though I, I do love the Smith.
1: Okay. That's honestly, that makes me feel better. I don't like, not that I don't love the Smith, but like, I don't go there. So like, that makes sense.
0: But that's, but I think that's basic. Like, yes. you know, I feel like everybody who even as, as a visitor, like they're like, oh my God, I want to go to the Smith. It's like, whatever. But like 12 shares, No, I think that's like pretty like up there for sure. Wow. Okay. That makes me feel better. Yeah. I just feel like they're like popular spots that it's like,
1: yeah, like everyone's been there,
0: you know? Yeah, no, but I get okay, that. I get awkward. that.
1: Um, and th- I mean, like, where we go out, like, I'm obviously younger, but like, going on the lower east side, like, I go to like the bars that like everyone's like, don't go to like Hair of the Dog, Gray Lady, like whatever. People are like those, yeah, 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 yeah. Like,
0: I'm like, <laughs> I have a great time every weekend, so I don't know what I'm doing wrong. But you're not doing anything wrong. And I think the thing to remember is that like where you're at in your life right now, there's a reason why you're drawn to these places. And that's fine. Obviously, I'm not, you know, those are not my places now. But of course, when I was 18 2021, 20, because I started my, you know, bar life much earlier, since I live on the Lower East Side, but it's fine. It's like, where again, where you're at in your life, you're you like certain things you you know, you have certain habits, like whatever, it's fine. It's all, it's all serving you. <laughs> okay, That makes me feel better. If it brings you joy, then it's then it's all good. Okay, that, that doesn't make me feel <laughs> better. Thank you so much for that. Of course, girl. Okay, so I just want to take a moment right now to just send you gratitude. Um, I love that you said, you know, you're a type that when you make your mind about something, you definitely uh, go through with your word. And I reached out to you pretty recently and you said yes. And I totally, totally appreciate you scheduling time out of your busy day to come speak with me and my audience. So I do want to thank you for that oh my gosh are you kidding thank you so much for having me and then the last thing i want you to do is just plug away so i'm obviously going to have all of your information and links in the in the show notes but are you working on any secret projects do you have anything you can reveal to the audience that you have coming up whether it's the end of this year or next year Ooh, good question okay (laughs) Well, it's not really, like, a crazy secret, but we have
1: merch coming out for our podcast. Yes. We, like, completely, like, we're re-releasing. Like, we've had it, of course, in the past, but we're, like, you know, new vendor, like, new designs. Like, it is coming, and it's coming in hot. So you also follow at Gals in the Go podcast, at Brooke Michio, of course. That's my, like, personal handle, Um, Brooke Michio, M-I-C-C-I-O, on YouTube, for vlogs but i'm everywhere I'm tiktok twitter i'm i love twitter do you love do, i don't know if you're on twitter
0: i am but like that's like probably my least favorite platform what do you do yeah. on it do so you just like talk random
1: i like mm. i i don't even know if i like follow like funny accounts but like when i need a good laugh like sometimes like i like i i think i've optimized my feed it's kind of like pinterest in the sense of like you gotta let the algorithm know what you like mm-hmm. like you've got to mm-hmm. give a little to get a lot so when I need a good so life, are you
0: more of a consumer though honestly? no I post
1: too. I post honestly oh, okay like consciousness like I pretend I'm a comedian on there even though I'm
0: not anything close <laughs> oh my god I love that you just inspired me to like get on it because <laughs> the thing about social media like you said I love that there's different platforms because sometimes I'm over Instagram and then I like Got into Pinterest like this year, and I've been loving Pinterest just for like my travel content. And then I've like dabbled into TikTok, so it's just good because each platform does serve a different purpose. So totally. Well, I think you know the the great Instagram
1: Facebook blackout of like two weeks ago taught everyone like, hey, maybe I should be on more.
0: But I honestly, I was like kind of happy that that happened. No, same. That's what I'm saying. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think that it's important and it shows because. I always tell this to Danielle, like, my podcast partner, and she does a great job of it, too. But I always talk about people who, like, exclusively do Instagram or something. I'm like, what would they yeah. do in the case of, like – or even, like, the algorithm, like, screws you over and stops showing your stuff. Like, it might not know. Be it's gone forever, but, like, yeah. you know, it's not great. So I think it's really important to diversify your – folio as they say.
0: absolutely and i also had like a crazy thought people might be like what the hell but can you imagine if instagram and facebook had this like just rule where like on weekends it just doesn't work how amazing oh, yeah. would that be like i feel like that would make our mental health just better but whatever just, that could be like an um you know a hot take but that's no not i not. see that i could so see that. <laughs> Okay, so we're wrapping up. My last and final question for you, Brooke, is what is the one thing you love most about yourself?
1: Oh my god, I love this. <laughs> um you know, I would say like how excited I get for things. Like my my once I keep referencing my parents cuz like I use them as like my frame of reference. My dad's always like, "You have a zest for life." I'm like, "That's no. such a fun way to say it." Like
0: yeah. I'm very
1: easily excitable. I think I'm very like passionate. So I would say like that sort of stuff. And I think that's like so special in people. And I really connect with other people that are very like, and it's not even toxic positivity or whatever. It's just like, I just get excited. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, mm-hmm. you know, upbeat,
0: I guess. Yeah. And when it's genuine, it's fine. You know, like it, I think as long as you're not imposing, I guess, positivity on other people, because like you said, toxic positivity is a real thing. Energy is, is contagious. So I'm sure like people can feel, you know, that, Zest for life, as your dad would like to call it. And and it it comes from such a genuine place. And then that's why I think you're so like such a beautiful human being. Because even talking to you, I know you are genuine. Like you are real. And that's what I love. And maybe I just have a good filter for that. Like <laughs> getting real people on my podcast. But it's true. I feel like you you're just being you, you know, and that's like so many people are not comfortable with that. And That's all
1: that we can do, you know? Like life's yeah. so short. to like and I, I get it, people take inspiration from others and stuff. And we live mm-hmm. in that day and age where it's like that. But it's so important to at the root, like be aware of like I don't know, when it took me so long, I feel like, to stand up for myself sometimes and be like, you know, I don't mm-hmm. like to do these things. Or like I mm-hmm. don't want to just follow the crowd just because you know, just because it's yes. the cool thing to do or whatever. But, yes, yeah. it's cool. It's the Aries in you. you yes. Guys, what you are guys you? Start,
0: I'm an Aquarius. Oh, my God. That's why we yeah, vibe. I have such good Aries. Like, all my friends are Aries. So, I love Aries. That's why but we vibe. I yes, love an Aquarius. Yes. yes. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Brooke, for coming and speaking with me and my audience. Honestly, I'm like all like hyped up now. I don't know. Like I'm like, yes, I'm ready to conquer the day. So again, thank you. And for everybody listening, thank you again for listening. Make sure you expand the show notes and follow Brooke and her beautiful journey because I'm sure you'll fall in love with her just as uh, her big community has throughout all these years. And yeah, other than that, have an amazing day, Brooke, and uh, we'll talk soon. So sweet. Thanks again. (laughs) All Um... right. Bye.